right. All right, stop that music a little. A little short, uh, a little premature. But uh, that is Seek and Destroy. That is Metallica, just James, James Hetfield. And uh, why I open up with that song? Because I seek out and, well, aim to destroy corruption, just like you should be doing, folks. And since I started this program, 2016, oh my goodness, how we have come in just that short time period in, in this country and now world. In my opinion, this is a new economic world order that's happening. Okay, it, 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 it just it just seems to be the way that it is. The coronavirus, if you will, the COVID nineteen uh, strain of the coronavirus is nothing other than a means and a reason to. Lock your life down. Lock it down. Lock it up and lock it down and lock your mouth. Close your mouth. Mask your mouth. So you can't speak. More importantly, so you can't breathe. Because you can live life without speaking. You can't live life without breathing. You hamper that by wearing a mask? Mm. Again, this is my view. This is my opinion. But I look at more of an economic ramification here. And some of these things add up to me. So let me share them with you. And by the way, momentarily, we'll bring on Murtaza Hussein, a reporter with The Inter Intercept. Look at some of the... Look at this. Let's take this... Take this... Uh, well, the United States doesn't have any gold. Does the U.S. Treasury have any gold? They say they don't. Does the Federal Reserve have any gold? They say they don't. So if there's no gold to back your Federal Reserve notes, the ones that you have in your pocket... What's the, where's the value in it? Well, there's likely zero value. It's simply a debt system that's run off a fiat um, image, meaning fake. Um, and uh, if mints, as they're doing, are not printing money in coins, and there's a coin shortage, what's the next thing that you should be questioning, whether it happens or whether it doesn't, you need to question. Well, then you're going to say, okay, well, coins take get taken out of circulation. Um, bills did, get taken out of circulation, which means you are furthermore reliant on the digital transaction of money. I mean, I went into a Walmart the other day. Yes, I like Walmart. Again, my choice, my opinion, right? Uh, I went into a Walmart the other day, and I could only, this is self-checkout, I could only pay with a card with a chip on it. Okay, I couldn't use cash. Couldn't use coins. Right? So is there an overall agenda post-World post War II? Is there more of an overall agenda to get all currency transactions digitized? Uh, I would say yes, there is. Yes, 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 there is. Okay? And the Bank of England, as a matter of fact, is already talking about doing that. Digitizing the currency. Uh, so, 
when will the Federal Reserve start talking about that? And I'm not going to get into the legislature that Trump signed a few months ago, giving power to the U.S. Treasury. I think it doesn't give power to the U.S. Treasury. It ends up giving power to the Federal Reserve. I'm not going to get into that. But what I will get into is I will direct you to a publication put out yesterday by myself onto a format called Medium. And I think it may actually be owned by uh, Microsoft. I'm not, not sure about that, but uh, it doesn't really matter. Um, Medium now has an article written by myself called The New Frontier in Tech. Your body. Your body. Should you be concerned about a mask mandate? Yes, I argue. You should be concerned about a mask mandate. Because if a mask mandate is easily uh, ordered on the people, then a vaccine mandate could just as easily and will just as easily be mandated on you. And then you have to ask yourself, how do I feel about a vaccine mandate, one that was rushed to market and one that may or may not have clinically or peer-reviewed studies and may or may not be peer-reviewed or clinically <laughs> Uh, have clinical studies. Russia's already uh, Russia's already come out with what is it Sputnik? Uh, What's it called? Sputnik five or six? Uh, they've already come out with their vaccine. Um, you've got Bill Gates funding pharmaceuticals, pushing a vaccine right now. Are you going to willingly take a vaccine? What will you do? What will you do if an army mandates a vaccine on you? In New York, they're already putting up um, checkpoints. They're checking people for COVID-19. These are the reports. Can't read it. There are checkpoints now to check people for temperatures, check them for the virus. There are people out there saying... That once a vaccine is administered, you need to be identified as having either received it or not received it. How is that not a violation of your human rights? What, what gives anybody else the right to know what vaccine you have received or not? That's my, that's my feeling. I, I find it absurd. I find it absolutely degrading and unnecessary. And again, you want to get the vaccine? Get the vaccine. You want to wear a mask? Wear a mask. You want to wear a hazmat suit? Goggles. You want to wear a shield? You want to stay in your house? Those are all things that you have the right to do, but do not enforce those things on someone else. That's my opinion. And I think that's what sets the United States apart Applying that ideology, applying that philosophy, applying that individual view of what it means to be an individual, a free individual. I think that's what sets the United States historically apart from other countries. 
Look, the, the, the country wasn't founded by a Democratic Party. The country wasn't founded by the Republican parties. They were founded on... It was founded as a republic, an institution, institution that represented a public uh, with Democratic values. And it just so happens in 2020, those two main parties are Democratic Party and the Republican Party. Historically, the Democratic Party is the older party of the two. And in my view, has produced the only banker or excuse me, the only president who's actually known the evils, if you will, to use that word, um, of the banking system, the central banking system. That would be Andrew Jackson. He ran on his re-election. He ran his re-election campaign on, quote, kill the bank. He's the only out of 45 U.S. president to leave office without the federal government in debt. The only one. He's the only one. Happens to be a Democrat. But it also happens to be that the that some of these Democrat-run cities, not getting political, but getting political, Chicago, Seattle, New York, uh, New York, Portland, they happen to all be run by Democratic leaders, and they are turning into a chaotic atmospheres where law and order is lacking. Well, as, as a person that enjoys security, as a person that will defend myself if attacked, but as a person that does enjoy security and does enjoy peace and harmony, I choose not to live in a chaotic atmosphere. And a police department brings security. So defunding and dismantling a police department, I personally have an issue with. Re-educating those inside the police department that are prejudiced or racist, yeah, re-educate them. But that might entail more funding. Okay, So I think some of these issues are a little extravagant and dramatic. But they're issues, and we're facing them if you're living in the U.S. And you know what? If you're living outside of the U.S., like, uh, for instance, if you're living in Canada, correct me if I'm wrong, write to me, Ian Trottier, at iantrottier.com, write to me. And tell me, hey, you know what, Ian, you're wrong. But my understanding is that in Canada, the local police departments are citing and giving out citations to people that are not conforming to the mask mandate. Well, the vaccine mandate is not going to be any different. And in Australia, there's recently a video of a woman being tackled by a police or peace officer because she wasn't wearing a mask. I mean, this is ridiculous, folks. Ridiculous. So stand up and make a difference and do something about it. We're going to bring on Murtaza Hussein right now. And he writes for The Intercept. We're going to get his view and his thoughts on what's currently happening across this, uh, I was going to say, and I should say, crazy country. Shouldn't I? That's fitting, isn't it, to use that phrase. To say this is a crazy country, I think that's fitting. How does that make you feel? How does that make you feel? Is this a crazy country? Well, if you think it is, I just said it was, but if you think it is, why is it crazy? Why is it crazy, folks? No. Uh, you can't point fingers at the person sitting in the White House right now because when Bush was there, the country was crazy. When Reagan was there, the country was crazy. I, I mean, like, JFK is the last sane president, right? And he got his head blown off because he tried to he tried to put the US currency backed by silver. 
Mm. Prove me wrong. Well, you can't. But you can't also prove me right, can you? Because so many people don't agree with Lee Harvey or Oswald Engel, do they? Murtaza Hussein, coming up here. Discussions of truth. Bringing him in right now. Wait for that ringtone. This is uh, Ian Trottier. This is Discussion of Truth. And um, I started started the, the, the show off today with Darlene Swaffer. She's running for District 22 seat, Florida Congress. And uh, and then we just ended with Ian Smith. Small you have bit. reached the voicemail box of... Okay. We just reached... Uh, let, me, let me see if I can... Uh, let's see. I'm a little bit later. Let's send uh, Samataza. Send him a message here. Okay. Um, monopolies. Okay. Um, monopolies should be a concern for you. I mean, do you feel... Do, do you personally feel like you could enter... Now, I, I worked for a... Uh, I worked for a startup in Silicon Valley um, as part of my work history. Okay, I spent some time in Palo Alto, and um, and, 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 and 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 no, I didn't go to Stanford where or Harvard where I would have likely been educated, right? Um, more so, but but in that field, but to more appropriately garner a education to develop. Uh, to develop a company that um, uh, could uh, provide a service like Yahoo or like Google. Okay, now I'm generalizing. And, and those are all artificial intelligence companies. That's what that is, is artificial intelligence. Google is an artificial intelligence because it's like a brain, isn't it? Your brain is your intelligence, mental intelligence. Of course, you've got physical intelligence, muscular intelligence, uh, your body anatomy intelligence. But your brain, your brain is your mental intelligence tool, isn't it? And so we have become and are becoming more and more relied, relying ourselves on, relied on um, artificial intelligence. Uh, we're using search engines. Uh, personally, I don't use Bing. Okay, I personally use Google, and 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 like I said, Zach Voorhees, who's been on this program, urges urges listeners not to use Google uh, because yes, there is corruption in, in in the hierarchy of 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 the administration of Google. That is proven. Uh, he blew the whistle on it. Uh, that should be alarming. I, look. Um, so you know, I mean, use Brave, DuckDuckGo. There's other. There's other options, you know, even for like Gmail. I use Gmail, okay? I use Gmail. I know for a f I, I know, I think I can say I know for a fact I, 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 that algorithms are reading my emails because I use Gmail. Okay, InQtel. InQtel is the CIA arm of Silicon Valley. It's right in Menlo Park, I believe, right outside of Stanford. Um, that's InQtel. And Whistleblowing out of Inkotel shows that all your Google search uh, search queries um, 
all your search queries are saved, uh, all your text messages are saved, all your emails are saved. So is there, you know, as, as I'm talking to somebody last night, just afraid of using Gmail. Well, I, I've been using Gmail for over 15 years. Okay? I, I frankly am not fearful of the information that I know getting out there because I don't know anything that's not publicly accessible. Um, everything that I talk about and have been talking about now for four years uh, has been garnered via publicly accessible books, physical publications, or um, search queries, Google in search queries. And so any of the information passed via uh, internet, uh, via email, like, like Google, uh, Gmail, it's all public. So I personally don't, uh, you know, I, I, I don't, I'm not fearful of the CIA or the NSA or FBI or whatever it may be uh, ciphering uh, through my information. I'm not hiding anything. Okay. And I'm going to tell you this, America. Uh, I'm not, and I mentioned this on my show, my, my, my last show with uh, last hour. I, I'm not a violent person. I've never joined the U.S. military. I, 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 I was close a few times. Okay, I was close in supporting and joining the Marines. Another point in time, joining the Coast Guard. Another point in time, joining the Army. Okay, I was very, 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 very close. In fact, I was also very close to joining some police department. But I, I don't. I try to avoid being around any type of violence. But I'll tell you something. In 2020. I fully support the Second Amendment. I'll tell you that right now. You want to go out and buy yourself a gun to defend yourself? You got my support. You got my full support. Okay. There's a lot more damage that can be done by someone using a, a miscue in judgment, like dropping a bomb or a nuclear bomb. There's, there's, there's more damage likely that can be done to civilizations or masses by cutting them off from the grid or cutting their food shortage or blockading their access points like the highways or, or freeways or roads going into their county. There's more threats out there than your neighbor owning a gun or from you owning a gun. And that is your constitutional right to own a gun, regardless of where you're at in the union. And I support that. Because if I was living in Portland right now, I wouldn't be. As of probably two months ago, I would not have been. Uh, peaceful protests? Go for it. Speak up in con uh, Contra to your government or anyone occupying seats in your government or even a business, go for it. That turns violent, I've got a problem with it. Don't come marching around my neighborhood with that those violent tendencies. And I don't care what group you affiliate yourself with. I don't care if you're Black Lives Matters. I don't care if you're Antifa. I don't care if you're KKK. I don't care if you're a member of the Hells Angels. You turn that protest into violence, 
and I support anyone's right to self-defense. And it just so happens that it to be the, a manifestation of, of gun ownership in this country. And that gun ownership has skyrocketed since these, quote, peaceful protests have turned into loots, looting and rioting. Gun ownership has profited. And what's more interesting is that ammunition sales have gone through the roof. Stores cannot hold on to their ammunition, folks. Because people, Americans, human beings, are preparing themselves to have to defend themselves. So let me insert this. As we're waiting for Murtaza to, uh, to respond. And he may not... Uh, he may to join us, and that's fine. We can reschedule him. It's not a problem. Uh, let me, let me, uh, uh, let me just, uh, just send you, send him another note. Okay. He may be busy. Uh, he... He has appeared on CNN and BBC, MSNBCs, and other news outlets, and he currently reports for The Intercept. So he uh, very likely is a busy man, and if he's available within the next 30 minutes, they're going to bring him on. If he's not, then uh, we'll invite him to uh, rejoin the program at a later date. Murtaza Hussein. But at least I've mentioned his name. You can look his information up if you're so curious online. So... Of course, I've, I've I've jumped around quite a bit. Let me let me get back to let me get back to the nexus here of um, of what I was saying. You, you've got each and every one of us has to right. We've got we've got some of these essentials in life, don't we? Okay, and we've got to, We've got to house ourselves. Okay, we gotta house ourselves, we gotta clothe ourselves, we gotta feed ourselves. Outside of that, we gotta pay all the bills associated with doing those things. Usually that means a nine to five job. Or it means taking out loans to pay for those things. If you are a gym owner, like Ian Smith is, and he joined us joined me last hour, and he relies and operating that gym, and by the way, $24 a month is a great rate. No contract. Um, he relies on people seeking and living a healthy, fit lifestyle to stay in business. He relies on that. Um, I personally feel that... If he wants to risk himself to being exposed to a virus, and if every other patron in his gym wants to risk themselves to exposing themselves to a virus by entering that establishment and working out and sweating, they they sign a waiver, and he signs a waiver, and they all do it, that's their right. I don't care what political party you come from. I don't care who you are. 
I don't feel anybody should have any type of legal saying to close that person down or to prohibit those patrons from going inside that establishment if that is what they choose to do. You know, the angle is, oh, well, you could be infected and then you're going to infect all those people and then, or you could get infected by someone who doesn't realize they're infected and you can spread it. This is fear. Folks, this is a fear factor. This is fear. This is manipulation, mental. This is brainwashing. Where are people's rights? Where, 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 where are people's innate ability to think for themselves and act for themselves? Yeah, a guy can buy a gun. Then he can walk onto a bus. And then he can shoot everybody on the bus. And he can shoot the driver of the bus. And he can shoot himself. Those things can happen. Sure. You can have an airplane fly into a financial building and kill 3,000 people. That can also happen. You can have somebody hijack a plane and run it into the ground. That can happen. There are risks in life. But that doesn't mean that you have to live in fear. Okay, fine. You got this virus that's spreading. It's spread around the world. It started in China. There's too many flags that are raised to question the validity of that actually naturally happening. Look, I'm not saying it didn't, but I'm saying I had the ability and the freedom to question it. And so I am. When Zika came ashore to Miami, 2016. Hey, I was fearful. I remember a mosquito. I was in my studio and I remember a mosquito biting my arm. Oh my goodness, I was so concerned I was going to get Zika. I was freaking out. I felt like I was going to get Zika. A couple days later, I was still healthy. I was fine. Three days later, a week goes by and a friend calls me. He urged me down to a city council meeting. It was at that city council meeting that I just saw the puppeteering going on by the local city council. I just felt like they weren't listening to the majority of the people. There were 300 people in that town hall. And they were all screaming against the pesticide. They weren't necessarily questioning the validity of Zika, but they were opposed to the pesticide that Miami-Dade had approved to be used over their citizens. Why? Because it was a neurotoxin. It's called Nailid. Studies out of Sweden prove it to be toxic to the neurological system of a human being and therefore banned for use in Europe. Enrico Rosario, the governor of Puerto Rico at the time, rejected it by the World Health Organization. He rejected the shipment by the WHO. He says, no, I'm not getting that stuff in here. We're not going to permit it. So why were the local people in Miami so, up, uh, uh, so out of, you know, <laughs> opposed to this? And that's what I started to look into. And lo and behold, there were two flags that went off for me. The fact that the Rockefeller Foundation owns current a patent on the Zika virus 
This is true. And they were the largest shareholders of the chemical chemical uh, Chevron Chemical Corporation, who invented the pesticide, engineered the pesticide in the 1950s. Currently, as of four years ago, manufactured by the Vanguard, Los Angeles, Los Angeles Vanguard Chemical, out of Los Angeles. I was then turned on to Dr. Sutton, former Stanford Hoover fellow. And he gave a speech in 1972, lambasting Prescott Bush through Union Bank and Brown's brother Harriman, funding the Nazi regime. Funding the Nazi regime. Tried as uh, an enemy of the state in the 1940s, I believe it was. And that man would produce two U.S. presidents. There are no coincidences, folks. There are no coincidences. A tyrannical regime has infiltrated the United States. And it aims to conquer the United States. This has been a multi-decade long effort. Make no mistake about it. The United States is under attack. And that attack is coming to a head, more so than it ever has been. And it wasn't until Zika, it wasn't until Zika, and frankly, as I, that opened my eyes. And frankly, folks, I look at Vietnam, I look at Korea, I look at the World Wars, I look at Gulf, the, the Gulf War, Desert Storm. I look at um, Iraq, Afghanistan. You can see in plain sight. You can, Ed McCoy, Alfred, sorry, Alfred McCoy, teaches at Wisconsin, La Crosse, I believe. Uh, Yale PhD. CIA knocked on his door when he was writing that thesis. and said, hand over your manuscripts. He wouldn't. He took him to court and he won. He's one of the early guests on this program. You conclude from his research, the Golden Triangle of Eastern Asia, you conclude, you conclude that the only reason troops have been in Afghanistan, and <laughs> you could say, well, why were, why were the Russian troops in Afghanistan before American troops were in Afghanistan? Because they were being used as puppets, folks. The Russians were being used as puppets. Look at Anthony Sutton, and he'll tell you that Wall Street built the Soviet Union. Yes, Wall Street built the Soviet Union. The only reason Russian and then and now American troops have been in Afghanistan, and what American troops have been in Afghanistan for over 20 years, right? And they still are, aren't they? Uh, it's just like the Russians. They were there for like a couple decades. So it's like you sign, you sign, out, you sign up to put in your, uh, your time, I guess. Opium pharmaceutical do you realize that when that when that vaccine comes comes to market you cross your fingers folks you hope that it's not mandated because if it's mandated I think there's gonna be a lot of people that it will be in physical confrontations that may be my guess or you just stick your arm out and get vaccinated I just stick your arm out and get vaccinated and then they'll put a little yellow dot in your shirt that says you've been vaccinated and then they'll put a little scanner up to your forehead when you get stopped uh, in these traffic uh, controlled checkpoints and beep, you've been scanned okay you can go that's the next step 
And if you haven't been you haven't been vaccinated, possibly you're going to be fined and or you're going to be jailed. What about being shot? What about being shot? Happened in Germany, didn't it? Happened in Germany. You you could be you you could your your society could turn on you so drastically. If you're not experiencing this right now by going into your local stores, wherever you are, let's just say you're still in an area where your police department is not upholding mandates to wear masks, and so they're not handing out citations. Let's just say you're in an area like that. And you walk into a store, and you're not wearing a mask. Have you experienced it? Have you experienced this? Have you experienced feeling like you are the terrorist? Like you are the alien. Have you experienced that? Oh, there are fights being broken out nationwide. Physical fights over people not wearing masks. You agree with that? You agree with that? There's a higher string being pulled. Otherwise, the governors, in my view, would say, hey, keep the peace, people. I urge you to wear a mask. But if you don't want to, don't do it. And if you're scared of catching the virus, stay at home. To me, that would be the logical approach. But I could see, I could see an area... Because you see what's happening in Portland. I could see an area of this country getting so far extreme, one way or the other, so far extreme in their thinking, their ideology, their approach, that people will be shot dead for refusing vaccinations. And that could be coming from your local law enforcement or national law enforcement. Just last week... Trump, at a meeting with the American Red Cross, said, by the way, the Red Cross is not American. It's Swiss, started by an Italian, from, I think, an Italian civil war. I'm not sure about the uh, logistics on that one. But the Red Cross is not American. However, speaking at a, an American Red Cross event in D.C., he said... There is a plan to deploy the military to distribute vaccines. And there is a general in charge of that. And his next word was, Dr. Fauci, would you explain that more? So what is Dr. So first, first off, we got Bill Gates, a computer engineer, Microsoft. Okay. And again, go back and read my uh, post, my publication, my article on Medium, The Near Frontier in Tech. Your body. That's the title. So you got a computer engineer that since he's become a philanthropist, his net worth has almost doubled. So a decade ago, the guy was worth 50, 55, 60 million dollars. Billion, excuse me. Now, in 2020, he's worth over a hundred billion dollars. A hundred billion dollars. Has your net worth doubled in the decade? Has it? A hundred billion dollars. 
since he gave his money to the health industry. Coincidences? And it just so happens it's the same computer, computer engineer, computer engineer, computer engineer. Let's say that one more time. It just so happens that this computer engineer, say it one more time. It just so happens that this Bill Gates, computer engineer, software developer, is now concerned about your health. And he wants 7 billion people on the planet vaccinated. What is what is he so concerned about vaccines for? Hmm. Wait, didn't didn't he give his money? Is he working with the Rockefeller Foundation? Where are the roots of the Rockefeller Foundation? First off, I think the father of J.D. Rockefeller sold snake oil. So he was a bit of a charlatan by some reports. And then what was the big thing about J.D. Rockefeller? What was that big thing called a monopoly? Yeah. Yeah, Monopoly antitrust lawsuit, 1912, a year before the Federal Reserve was established under Woodrow Wilson, an act of Congress that was ran over a Christmas holiday when evidently most members in Congress weren't even there. How did that happen? And then violation of Article One, Section 8, U.S. Constitution. Right. Um, the Federal Reserve has the power over the U.S. economy, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, and in fact, they coin, they coin the currency. Well, why aren't the uh, Federal Reserve shareholders audited? Can it be assumed that perhaps the Rockefeller Foundation hold a lot of U.S. shares in that U.S. Federal Reserve? Yes, it can be assumed. Yes, it certainly can be. We know very little, don't we, about the history of the planet that we live on. We know very little about history, typically, don't we? Right? And so a lot of these things are theoretical, but 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 the Federal Reserve and the formation there of it, of it is not theoretical. This is fact. So that's what we kind of look at. We try to look at the facts. We want to get to the facts. So why is Bill Gates factually? Let's let's look at facts. And I've invited him I, I have invited him on this program. He's not responding to me. But let's look at a fact. Okay, we can't get to it because he hasn't been on the program. We don't have. But but let's look at a supposed fact. Okay, why would he be interested in mass vaccination? We're talking about seven billion vaccinations, and he's he's seen he's been seen on videos as saying he wants people vaccinated multiple times. Microsoft patent W. Public information, world patent. February, I believe it was, awarded to Microsoft to run a cryptocurrency of a microchip. Yeah, a microchip connected to a human being. Do you have a problem with that? If that microchip was on you or in you? And if you don't have a problem with that, why don't you have a problem with that? Well, because is it going to... Is it going to... Um, is it going to, uh, uh, okay, there's Murtaza Hussein dialing in. Um, I'm out of time, folks, so I'll have to reschedule him. Um, but is, 
is it going to protect you from 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 COVID nineteen? Is it going to protect you from from COVID nineteen? Okay, we have Mataza Mataza phoning in. Um, I've I'm going to have to reschedule him because I'm I'm, I'm out of time. I'm out of time, so I'm going to have to reschedule him. Um, we'll we'll have Mataza join us at a later date. Um, and 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 by the way, um, Giacomo Knox, who was scheduled for last week, I'm going to have to reschedule him as well. Okay. Um, I uh, okay that, that there's a message from Mataza. I'm simply out of time, so uh, we'll have to have to reschedule Mataza. Um, and, and 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 I will do that. Um, but let me let me conclude. Let me conclude and mention to you, folks. Uh, again, please look at the article that was published to Medium. Um, and I want you to to please consider. Please consider. Uh, just consider it. Because you can, and you can, you can consider anything you want. You, you, it's your brain, and currently it's likely not manipulated by any exterior forces. So you have your brain, you have your heart, you have your body. Protect those things and use those things on your own merit and your own energy. So use your brain and consider. Consider this. Consider that a banking agenda globally exists something called a new world order let me give you a little piece of um, uh, let me give you a piece of uh, uh, proof okay uh, that, that word's not coming to my mind uh, evidence okay give you a piece of evidence Take out a U.S. dollar bill. Look at the back of it. You're going to find this interesting pyramid shape. Okay, You're going to see an eye over that pyramid. And you're going to see a circle around that. And you're going to see on the bottom a Latin phrase. And that Latin phrase translates into English as New World Order. I think it's Nuevo Ordo Seclorum. Just consider fact, use your brain, and consider that there's possibly a world economic agenda to destroy the United States, destroy the U.S. dollar, and upload it into the cloud, making everyone a debt slave. And as I sign off, as I sign off, I want you to research Catherine Austin Fitz. She'll likely be joining the program in the next six months. There's a strong possibility of that. I've been in contact with her, and um, she has expressed interest. Okay, She's incredibly busy. I believe she's working on finishing a, a new book. Uh, she's got a degree from Wharton Business School, a degree from Yale in Mandarin, I believe it is, and uh, she's a former White House advisor. Okay, And she says this is exactly what's happening. Something called the Great Reset. Economic Reset. Okay? So, this has been another Discuss the Truth. I appreciate you listening. Please pass it on to a friend. Uh, we will reschedule with Murtaza. Uh, it's, I, I'm just, I'm out of time and I can't, can't, can't host Murtaza. 
uh, today, but I may be a, an exception and bring on uh, bring him on before next Wednesday. Uh, but uh, follow me on Instagram, follow me on on Twitter, and and look for updates. Uh, this is again uh, Ian Trottier, Discuss the Truth, I e n t r o t t i e r dot com. Uh, these are unprecedented times, folks. So this is time. This is a time for you to be convicted in your ethics and how you feel. Your rights should be upheld, and whatever those, whatever that means for you. Signing off here, folks. Until next time, be awesome.